Hey everyone, it's Jason with Sprinkle with Hope. Just wanted to introduce you guys to this episode. It's going to be a, a, an interesting episode. It's it's really really good information. We got Zachary Pritchard with us and from Texas. He's going to talk about some finances and some other cool things. But but tune in. This is a great episode. He's got his hand in a lot of things. Um, so it was great to get a lot of perspective on multiple things and not just zone in on one thing he really does give a lot of great advice on those things that we talk about so settle in and let's ride welcome to the sprinkled with hope podcast this is jason and this is shane and it's podcast time hey so welcome to sprinkled hope this is your host jason we got zachary pritchard with us Zach, thanks for coming on and joining us today. We really appreciate it. No problem. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, thank you. Um, would you mind just introducing yourself to our audience so they can kind of get to know you a little bit, give a little bit of background and history? If you would, that'd be awesome. For sure, yeah. So I um, I run a financial coaching business, I'm a, and then I also have my own podcast where we just kind of help destroy the self-deception within within ourselves. But um, basically I worked in the private industry for, um, six years and, in, in service water management, managing a team, growing a, helping growing a, a multi-million million dollar business. And I since left that business and, um, actually was fired from that business. And what's actually come up, come from it is, um, a book that I'm writing on communication. So kind of give you all a little bit of a teaser before we get going here, but, um, so that's kind of where I'm at. I'm getting the, the coaching started. I love helping people um, get focused on around their finances and build that foundation so they can um, build wealth. So That's awesome. So it sounds like you've got your foot and hand in a lot of different things that you mentioned a podcast, you mentioned a book, you mentioned financial management, you mentioned communications. <laughs> that's yeah. great. You're, you're a really busy man. <laughs> I, I, I don't like to slow down. When I slow down, that's when... Um, when things start to fall apart, I should say. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where are you coming from? Where are you, where are you based out of? Uh, n n up in North Texas, n North of Dallas. Okay. Okay. Great. Very nice. Awesome. Well, maybe you can talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the financial stuff you said you got uh, kind of this saying where we've got this, um, what did you call it? The within ourselves that kind of holds us back or, kind of the, the self-deception yeah the self-deception like yeah anything that we are deceiving ourselves of that we don't want to see that we you know it's like or we don't want to admit of ourselves. um it's that and it's kind of the it's kind of the start of my communication book of where it all begins is with our, within ourselves. and how do you communicate with yourself do you trust yourself do you give yourself empathy do you you know what is your perspective on your own um, being so to speak and and how that portrays outwardly when you communicate with others but um, so basically when you um, from a financial perspective you know we talk about um, the behavior side and a lot of people struggle with that behavior of sticking to a budget or just managing that process on a daily weekly basis and or monthly basis and so that's what I, I usually break it down and help them um, to kind of take it from a month to month perspective or even a yearly perspective in some people's mind, they only budget for the year. Um, and so they wonder where all their money is going, but I, so I basically break it down and do 
especially the first couple sessions, we're trying to get control of the behavior around it. And then um, a lot of that is breaking through that deception, the, de the, the deception of, you know, I have to have a credit card. I have to have, um, you know, credit score. I can't just pay off my cars or my house or my student loans or, you know, you can't live debt free. You know, there's a lot of those deceptions that we place on us because we want what we want and we have to break, break through that cycle to, to become who we want to be instead of just living the, the normal life, so to speak. Hmm. That's awesome. Jason and I have talked about that self-talk, so to say, or the self-deception that you're calling it, um, that we have to talk to ourselves in some cases even better than we would other people, that we have to take care of ourselves first before we can reach out to help other people. Um, so Absolutely. Have you just self-taught yourself these concepts or did you, where did you draw from them? Yeah, I mean, so I you know, growing up, I, I, I hated getting in trouble. Um, <laughs> and so like, to the point that I would, I would start crying when my dad would yell at me for doing something. And um, so it was like, I trying to figure out like, but why I kept telling myself, why do I do it when I don't want to do it? Um, or I know, I, I know I don't want to get in trouble. So why do I keep doing it? And it just kept playing into the career side. Like, I mean, just as simple as I would put my coffee cup on top of my car, I'd get in and I would drive off and it would break. I had to go buy another one. And so it's like, I know what's going to happen to it. Why can't I stop myself? Why can't I control my behavior to, to not do that? And so it was that mentality of just not caring, like not being aware of my thought process. And so basically I started just thinking, you know, I would tell myself, hey, when you, when you do that, when you have the tendency to do that, to put your cup on the top of the car, then remind yourself what's going to happen and tell yourself, no, I'm going to get it. And it's simple, but I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to do it without. Um, and so starting that process, I really started thinking, Hey, I've got to be self-aware with kind of what my thoughts are. And that helps me control my own behavior. And so, and all the while through all this process, I'm, you know, building my own foundation and my finances, paying off my own debt. So, I've got to be super um, budgeting or super dedicated to my budget and stake sticking to it. And so like there was that, you know, behavior side of it too. Like I tell myself I want to spend X on groceries and we're going to spend X on groceries. Yeah. Now there is a little bit of wiggle room um, here or there, but you know, I've, I've, I've got clients that may budget $300 in groceries, but they're spending $800 in groceries. Yeah. And so there's no, there, there's no balance there. Yeah. So is there, um, have you found to be like any kind of um, maybe some tools and things that could help people with that budgeting side? I mean, I know for myself, you know, I've, you know, me and my wife go through that budget every month, but is there, is there anything that you, you know, you have some, some cool tips or anything like that that might help people with, with budgeting or. Yeah. So I think the, the biggest key is, is to plan it out. Like, and if you're just starting, and this is, I'm, gonna, I'm actually putting together a short course right now on this behavior side of it, because that's the most, that's the most struggle people have, but it's going to just going to give you a short course on how to get started the budgeting. Most people will like, so I'm, I guess I'll, I'll back up and say, if you're starting right now and you don't budget much, or you have this general budget and it's kind of flowing as you go and you have, a lot of people have some money left over at the end of the month, um, or I guess I should say at the end of their budget. 
but then it goes away because I don't have a plan for it. Um, and so what we, what I teach people is to do an every dollar um, or a, a zero based budget. So basically you have your, um, your budget, the, your income at the top, or you have your expenses throughout the middle and then, you know, income minus expenses should equal zero. Now, some of that may be savings, some of that may be investing, some of those expenses. Um, so keep it a zero and that way you know where your money's going each month. Now there is that, that um, that's where the behavior comes in because you have to stick to that. Um, you don't have the freedom to just um, justify going to buy a $500 item when you really don't have the money for it. Um, but what I'm put, putting together is to get somebody started from point A or from ground zero and say, how do I train myself to stick to the budget? Cause a lot of people, they throw a monthly budget out there and it, they just, they have no idea if that's even possible. And so some of those, some of those steps are, you know, you look back at your last month and you see what are, you know, what am I spending on my groceries? What am I spending on my gas and my, you know, miscellaneous, my, you know, restaurants, whatever it is, you know, what are your, what are you spending on those things? So that you can kind of guide your next month's budget of what you're, you're, you're building. And then from there, you're going to take your top three um, areas that you struggle with and sticking to a budget. And you, you focus on those for that week and you say, okay, for today, I'm going to, and this is going back to where, you know, self-awareness of that. I'm pulling that coffee cup down right then. So in today, I'm going to keep myself aware and what, what I'm thinking, what I'm going through today and say, okay, I want a Coke from the gas station. No, that, like, I can, but that's going to eat into that, you know, restaurant budget or, you know, miscellaneous budget, whatever it is. And, or I want to go out to eat tonight or I want to go out to eat, you know, and then if you do it the first day of the month, then you have all month to not eat out. And so there's no, um, you know, it, it just depends on how much you're putting in those budgets and stuff, but it's really just trying to control your, your mind and your behavior around, you know, basically a self accountability again, like you're trying to have that accountability with yourself. So when you say you're going to do it, you're, you're going to do it. And so I struggle with that heavily, not necessarily only in the finances, but in just life in general, where, you know, at one point my wife was, um, had struggled to trust what I was like, I'd tell her I'd do something and it never got done. So, um, but I had all good intentions, but it was just that. Sure. It yeah. wouldn't work and it wouldn't, you know, me grow, growing, so I didn't do it. But Great. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that I have my wife because she sets her, she's really good at budgeting. And I would blow our budget completely on travel and going on vacations. And she knows that. So if we balance each other out. You know, I always look at myself and say, well, if we have extra, we can go on a vacation. She's like, okay, calm down. You're going to blow the budget again. <laughs> so we, so you, we balance each other out. So you're the um, spender and she's the saver, huh? I am. I am <laughs> but we're a good balance. It must run in the family because I'm the same way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's where you know a lot of times I'm trying to figure out out of the if a couple comes to me and that's typically what I like to work with is the new, new new couples that are trying to figure out the communication and and stuff and and so but what what we do is we'll figure out who is the the um, spender who is the saver who is the nerd who is the free spirit so that you can kind of start to realize kind of where people where you fit in that relationship I think we think of a marriage so much um, like it's disconnected from 
a, a, you know, a company where as a company, you're trying to be unified, figure out where people fit the best, you know, what seat on the bus uh, as some of the books have, I can't remember the author of that book, but I know he talks about, you have to get the right people on the right seat of the bus so that it functions well. Um, and so that's what we got to do in the marriage too. You got to, you can't have the free spirit doing the budget because that just doesn't work. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, they maybe. can help and they can they can guide and they can voice their opinions. But if they're doing it all, then we may have some problems a long time. Right. <laughs> right. I, I kind of want to go back to this self-awareness because, you know, we've talked a lot about self-awareness. And, and I know that we're kind of talking about finances right now. But is there, you know, is there um, other aspects in our lives that we can use that self-awareness out, you know, other than financial uh, in the financial world or absolutely i mean to, to to dive into my book idea i mean part of the um so i to give you a quick intro summary of it there's what i call 10 characteristics that are all within four avenues of communication so the four avenues are yourself um self-communication spousal communication your team and coworker communication and then your a stranger's communication so there's those four main avenues. And then within those, there's the 10 characteristics. So, you, I mean, a couple of them are perspective, trust, expectations, self, I mean, awareness. Um, so awareing, being aware of, you know, your personality versus your wife or your team or, you know, trying to figure that those um, differences out. So when you do communicate, um, you may come across to one person as, very direct and negative, but then the other person's like, heck yeah, I'm all, I'm, all, I'm all on board. And so, you know, being able to communicate the same message to multiple people and, and then with your spouse, like how are you coming across to her and their perspective? And so being aware is, is very key in that process of number one, who you are. It all starts with yourself because I know I come across to my wife very direct, which means I come across to everybody very direct. And so when I talk to my clients, it's like, I've got to make sure I'm communicating and, and they know that I don't mean it in a direct or negative or derogatory way. It's just the way that I'm communicating. Now, can I get better at that? Absolutely. I can start to maybe try and change and, and say things differently so that I can, um, you know, begin to be a better communicator with that person individually. But it's so hard because you have everybody's a different person. Everybody's got their different personality, their different right. you know, perspective. And, you know, we try and label ourselves with the, the disc personality test or the Enneagrams or, and they're great. I love those because it helps you begin to start thinking about who you are and how you think. But you got to understand that even within those, you're still a different person. And so you're still going to receive and give things differently in a communication, in a conversation. So, the, the being self-aware of who you are, where you, you know, where you came up from. I mean, when I do my initial consults or initial sessions for coaching, you know, we talked about where, what was money for you like growing up? Like, you know, when you, when you were growing up with your parents, did you have a lot of money? Did you struggle? Did, you know, were you poor, you know, middle, middle class, you know, rich or whatever, like, because it plays a role in your marriage and your finances because you're going to look at money as in a similar fashion at that point. And so it, it's the same as, okay, being self-aware, like um, from a career or a, 
communication from, you know, your spouse standpoint, you know, how was, how were your parents' marriage when you were younger? Did they talk about marriage? Did they talk about anything? So that's, that's the importance of self-awareness in, in my eyes. So. Yeah, that's good. I, I think, you know, our generation, I think, is learning that communication is key to, to building those relationships. Um, you know, a lot of our parents didn't communicate with, with those key things. They talked about certain things, but other things were off limits. And I, I think it's important to be open and honest about everything and have that communication. So I think that's really cool. When, when do you expect this book to be done? Are you, I'm are hoping you by the end of the year, end of the year. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of working with, I'm getting in touch with some, I don't know what I'll do, you know, self publish or, or publish with a, a, a publisher or not, but kind of trying to figure that out now so that I can um, maybe get some pre-sales or get some, I'm going to have a, a, a spot on my website that talks about it and kind of I may even do a free course on the communication so that people can get um, involved with it and involved with that um, kind of train a train so to speak so I'll, I'm going to have some things going so I'll uh, be putting that on my website soon so we can kind of keep up with people and and keep their interest in it and um, so whenever it does come out then they can, they can grab it then so that's great very good. Yeah, just I like how you're, you know, you're talking about communication because I, I agree with Shane and I think that communication is, is really key and it's, you know, we're, we're losing some of it and we're trying to get better at it. Um, so how would you, so put yourself in a situation where you're going to talk to a, you know, maybe a five or a six year old kid, how would you then communicate to a child differently than you would an adult? Well, I mean, number one, understanding that they don't have the same mindset and the same ability to grasp um, concepts as you do. So I've got three kids. I've got a 10, a um, just turned five and almost four year old. So I mean, I'm talking to my five year olds like they're supposed to know everything that my 10 year old knows. And so one thing I told I've, you know, been I've heard and I've been talking about for years is your your household is at the stage of your oldest kid. So you're going to talk to all of your kids like you would your 10 year old, like your oldest kid. And the, you know, three year old may struggle with that because they don't understand. And you're going to get mad at them for not doing this or not doing that. But they're like, I don't even know what the word you just said means. And they don't like, they don't ask like, what does that mean? They just look at you like I'm in trouble and I don't want to say anything. Yeah. So like, it's, it's trying to break that anger out of us and say, okay, put yourself in their shoes and say, oh, oh, wait, maybe they don't understand what I'm trying to tell them. Maybe they don't understand to pick this up when they're done with it, or, you know, they don't understand some of those concepts. And so having to break that chain and go back into the education of, of what you would in a newborn and your firstborn baby as they grow up. But, and I, yeah. I'm guessing that's the same with, with the concepts when you're talking about adults, when you, you have to, you have to know where they're coming from and they're a little bit of their perspective even, and um, just who they are so that you can communicate more effectively with them, just like you would a, a 10 year old or a three year old, you know, they're, yeah. they're very different. So. Cause I mean, so when I was um, building that business and or helping build that business, I had guys that, you know, one guy was, was homeless for, for several years at, at, when he was 14 and 
just struggled with his marriage. And so he was having marriage issues at home. And then these other guys were, you know, divorced, had child support. So there's all these different avenues outside of the career that would play into the, my communication with them. So if I said the wrong thing, it, it may trigger something in them. And then that, it goes off the wall at that point. And so yeah. you've got to, you got to know. And then, I mean, so my book is, is really going to hopefully depict that there's not a step-by-step -step, like you can get through this process because it's all intertwined. It's, it's basically a big giant spider web and, you know, having an honest conversation is in the middle, but then all of those avenues and characteristics play in and are all intertwined in that, that process. And so, but I think the self-awareness is knowing that, Hey, they may, they're probably not saying that in that way to piss me off. Like, they're probably pretty good. I mean, pretty solid people and they're just communicating whether they're aggravated or whatever. They're just communicating and it's just coming out wrong. I'm hearing it wrong. That, right. That's been a big thing in, in my marriage is maybe she didn't say it wrong, but maybe I heard it wrong or vice versa. Maybe I didn't say it wrong. Maybe she heard it wrong. And so that's where a lot of anger comes from is you just assume people said it one way to be derogatory or you know negative or whatever so yeah i really like that you brought that up because i i agree i think communication is both what you say and what you hear with both or everybody who's in that communication um, circle i think both both things are equally important what you say and what you hear i'm glad you brought yeah. that up I, I i completely agree with you that's a good point. and I, and you know, you you talked about it early. Like I had my fingers and or my toes in all different different uh, ponds, so to speak. I say that because the company I used to work for was Pond Medics, and then we did a lot of surface water management. So um, ironic, but anyway. Um, so, but basically, like I do have all these kind of feelers and stuff out there that it seems like they're all in different areas, but I think that it all comes back to that self awareness and that self um, communication and. Like, cause you, I can tie the communication into finances. I can tie personal finances into careers, like into your, your business. And because right. I, I do a lot of, of coaching for businesses and their employees, because if their employees are not f worried about their finances, then they focus better at work while they're at work. And then they get the job done better and there's no mistakes and more profit and, you know, client is served better. And so it just, exponentially grows the the company that way so i can tie it in um and maybe that's one thing i'm pretty good at is tying everything into to to each other so finding those connections i guess yeah i like that i really do like that um so question for you if you could tell your younger self say back when you were five what would you tell yourself now that you didn't that you didn't know then or even 10 or whatever, think you know, just what would you tell your younger self? I think I would say pay attention early, like start to start to think about why you're doing things. And, and, um, because, you know, I, I'm not old. I'm only, I'm just turned 30, but then like, had I been able to kind of know more about myself in high school, I wouldn't have gone to, and this is why I do career coaching with students. This is another, another pond that I have stuff in there, but um, 
because I, I do career coaching with students to help them kind of find their passion early. And this is the, the, all of this is the same thing. So we're tying it back into, Hey, who are you? And cause I remember people telling you, Hey, what do you want to do when you grow up? And so you start thinking about that and it's like, well, what's fun. And that's what you think about as a high school kid. Um, and so what I thought was fun was, you know, I'm a wildlife management. Um, I have a wildlife management degree. So I thought maybe I'd be out in the, you know, managing deer, turkey, quail, fish, you know, I'd do all that for fun or for a living. And all the, like, it would be fun. And I still love it to do it as a hobby, but I really didn't see a passion for business, um, for a career in that world. And so going back to these students and saying, Hey, you know, think about who you are now and what, what you're good at, what your passions are so that you can skip that step of having to learn all of it through failures. And I mean, not that failures are going to happen and they're great because they help you grow, but um, right. you can still, you can learn from other people's failures is, is, is the big thing. So I guess that's what I would tell you is trying to be more self-aware as early as you can and teach your kids that if you're not already like, Right. ask them who they are like make get them to start asking themselves who they are that's really good advice <laughs> really good advice so uh, we have some last questions that we want to ask and we're going to call it the double down dose so i have a question about hope because our our podcast is called sprinkled with hope uh, zach what does hope mean to you and and how would you define it I think for me, it's, I mean, hope is, is everything because you have to have a why you have to have something that you're reaching for. Um, otherwise you're, you know, you have no motivation to get up in the morning. You have no motivation to, to change the way you are, to do something different. You know, I used to, I used to tell my wife, I was like, well, that's just who I am. Like I can't change that. Well, I quickly realized I can, <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's gotta be a, there's gotta be hope for something better. And so, um, you, you just gotta look out ahead and say, okay, what am I working for? What am I, you know, what's my family's mission statement? Like, what are we here for? And, and kind of find that and figure that out and figure again, figure who you are, figure out who you are as a family, who you are as a couple with your, with your spouse. And, um, and then go, go attack it, go get it and go get your dreams and, and reach for it, reach big. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. Reaching big, you know, I mean, that's, uh, I think sometimes we, we settle for small, right? We play small and, and that's, you know, we really shouldn't because we're just limiting ourselves, right? And we're not yeah. able to grow. So the second portion of this uh, double down dose is what is your definition of love and what would you say about love? What does that mean to you? And I think, I mean, love is, is being honest, um, no matter if it's in your marriage, with your kids, with your, your team at work. I mean, you can love them by being open and honest with your failures at work. And because so, you know, I tried to hide as much as the, the failures I was doing at my job when I was growing a team, because I was like, I've got to like, I'm the, I'm the boss. Like I, they can't see the, the mistakes or this and that that I'm making. And, Ultimately, they're going to find them. They're going to see them. So talk about it. Let them know that, that, that it's going to happen. And so they can – it makes them kind of come alive in, in the sense of I don't have to be perfect around the boss, you know. 
Um, and it's the same in the marriage. Like, you know, we can, you know, love is more, um, it's, it's deeper than just a, a, a physical affection. It's deeper than, you know, one of the biggest things that kind of sparked the, the book was, you know, my wife was, you know, always saying, we don't, we never communicate, we never talk. But then we would talk about our kids and jobs and where we're going this weekend every day. Like that was, you know, we talk about that stuff all the time. And I'm like, I guess me, me being a guy is like, we talk all the time. What are you talking about? Um, and so that's kind of what sparked this, this idea of why are we not communicating? Like what is communication and how, how do you have that honest conversation? So really knowing, um, you know, how to, how to deepen that relationship is the love part. So, you know, for a lot of guys, it's, it's hard to go to counseling or, um, dig in deep into the relationship, asking about feelings and stuff like that. And, but you, if you really talk about that and have that time to sit down, those are those deep conversations. If you're honest with each other, they can really change your relationship for the better. Mm, I love it. That, that's really good. I really appreciate that. So you, you've mentioned a lot of different things that you do. For our listeners, how do they get, uh, get in contact with you or how, what are, how would you, you know, let them know ways to find your book and find your podcast and all those things. So this is a way to promote you. <laughs> so basically I think the, the main two avenues would be I'm on Facebook. We have um, it's all around financial coaching and I've got stuff going through there um, all the time. And then um, just go to the website. It's aafinancialcoaching.com. And I'll be, I'll have the communication book is going to be up soon. Probably um, by the, um, by the time this podcast is aired, we may have most of it put up already. So um, we'll have, um, so it's all there. You can find blogs, you can find, you know, my communication blogs that kind of started this conversation or this uh, book topic. So you can find everything there. Uh, in those two places, you can find just about everything we're doing. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Zach, for, for sharing today and, you know, talking about your story and giving some really good insight and advice with finances and with, with uh, you know, just all around being a good team player. Um, I, I really appreciated, you know, your comments and, and what you had to say. And, and thanks, thanks for coming on our show. I really appreciate it. No problem. It was a fun conversation for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much, Zach. Uh, best wishes to you and get that book out there this year. <laughs> yes, I'm doing my best. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> this is Sprinkled with Hope. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend. If you like our podcast, please give us a review or rating.